I welcome you to the first official episode of my podcast, The Seven Thunders. It's a odd name. I got it from the book of Revelations, which is a, one of my favorite books. Um, the Seven Thunders are supposed to be seven statements that God made to John on the Isle of Patmos. Now, I was going to originally name the podcast, The Little Book, which is another illusion uh, in that in the same chapter of the book of Revelations. It's uh, supposed to be a book which was given to John by a strong angel. And... He was instructed to eat it. And once he ate it, it tasted sweet in his mouth, but it made his belly bitter. Uh, and then he saw the seven thunders. And immediately after, he heard a voice from heaven telling him not to record what the seven thunders had uttered. Uh, so it's a mystery. Nobody knows what the seven thunders are. Uh, so my personal opinion, I think that the little book, you know, I like to uh, think of the little book as LSD. This is kind of silly. But, because, uh, you know, they didn't have LSD or blot or paper or anything like that in the time of the Book of Revelations. But LSD is, comes in little pieces of paper. And when you pop it into your mouth, you get this little electric, sweet kind of flavor. But it definitely makes your belly bitter. Uh... And uh, then you have all these crazy revelations, uh, like the seven thunders. Uh, obviously, I don't think that was the intent of the author, but it's just something that uh, I like to note. It's a little silly little thing I like to think about. Uh, the seven thunders, well, God's voice in the mythology of the Bible has always been represented by thunder. His voice is said to be thunderous and resonating throughout the world like a thunderbolt would. And, uh, yeah, I'm not claiming to be a thunder. I'm not claiming any of that. Uh, I honestly just like the name. I think it's really cool. I think that concept is really, really cool. Uh, the seven thunders, you know. To, if I didn't tell you that it was from the Bible, you know, you would you would think it's really cool too. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll be talking about free speech, Tommy Robinson today. I think it's totally unfair that he's in jail. It's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, and then I'll also read the first chapter of the book of Revelations. And, uh, yeah, probably talk about more things. 
this uh, podcast is totally unscripted. I don't think I'll ever script it. Because uh, I like the free flow of my consciousness spilt onto my smartphone and recorded and then uploaded as a podcast. I think that's really cool. Anyway, if you have any subjects that you would like me to research and talk about, well, I'm open to suggestions and, you know, make them good. Make them interesting. Make them obscure. You know, give me a challenge. And uh, I'll definitely talk about it. Anyway, welcome to the first official episode of the Seven Thunders. Alright, so uh, before I give you the main course, I want to talk to for a little bit about uh, this gentleman from England named uh, Tommy Robinson. And uh, this gentleman is an activist who um, was outside of a court couple days ago and he uh he was arrested for uh disturbing the the peace and he had asked permission from the cops to be able to do what he was doing which was uh so he was recording uh outside of a court because uh, uh there was this case going on a trial for these um this gang it's called a grooming gang and uh these people go around and uh they kidnap girls and they uh, give them booze and drugs, and then they uh, sexually and physically abuse them. And uh, they use their religion, which is Islam, to uh, justify all this stuff. And uh, he, so Tommy Rob, well, and the big thing about it was that they actually, the police was covering this up. And um, it was so bad that one of the fathers of the girls went up to the house and uh this gang one of the gangs uh called the cops and they arrested the father in another case a girl ran away and uh they brought her back to the house that she ran away from so it's really unfortunate situation and uh these people escaped justice for a long long time and uh you know the 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 british police didn't want to be perceived as racist so you know they didn't take no action but you know that's that's wrong that's the wrong thing to do and uh islam isn't a race so i don't know whether we're bugging anyway um so tommy's out there recording and he asked permission from the cops and they actually arrested him and they didn't give him no trial no no lawyer no judge, no nothing. Just locked him up in jail for 13 months. And, uh, you know, that that's crazy because England is supposed to be the the birthplace of modern, modern parliamentary democracies. You know, it was where the Magna Carta was written and signed. And now they're arresting people, you know, uh, for thought crimes and for expressing themselves freely. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go ahead and call Great Britain Airstrip 1, uh, its namesake in, uh, 1984, because that's what it is. It's definitely Airstrip 1, and, uh, yeah, the tyranny is getting real over there, and it's sickening, you know? 
there was this guy, another guy, Count Dankula, who, you know, and this is a, you know, he, he, he was, uh, I'm not defending the joke, whatever, I mean, I, it's a joke that personally I wouldn't have said, I wouldn't have made, but whatever, I don't want to arrest the guy for it, he, uh, he trained his girlfriend's pug to, uh, render a Hitler salute, what we would consider a Hitler salute, every time that, uh, he said, gas the Jews, now, again, it's not a joke that I would make, I don't even laugh at that shit, I mean, I don't know, whatever, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not something you arrest somebody for, and he was, uh, he ended up, you know, two years going to trial and doing all this stuff, and then recently, they, you know, they handed on his verdict, and they found him guilty of hate crimes, of hate speech, and, uh, and this was a joke, and they could have sentenced him to two years in prison, and they would have had, if it wasn't for the outrage that this caused, because people realized that you can't lock people up for speech, you know, he didn't, he didn't tell anybody to gas juice, uh, you know, the guy isn't even racist, he's just a fucking comedian, and, uh, Anyway, so they ended up giving him an 800-pound uh, fine. But, yeah, it, it's really crazy, you know. And uh, we need to really be, uh, you know, working against all that because it's, it's crazy. You can't lock people up for speaking. And, uh, and you can't lock people up for recording a court case of pedophiles who kidnap girls and give them booze and give them drugs and then hate on them and are all racist against the girls you know that's bullshit it seems to me like you're doing more damage to the girls than it's already been done you know and uh this dude's out there making sure that these people are exposed because that's what needs to happen and uh they go ahead and arrest them right? i think it's a bunch of bullshit so uh yeah and regardless of of uh, whether you agree with this dude's position um, or not, you know he he's a he is a, an activist bringing awareness of the increase in radical Islam in England, and he's exposing the fact that you know Saudi Arabia and all these crazy uh, you know radically Islamic places are just funneling money. Uh, into into mosques and madrasas, which are you know Islamic religious schools, uh, to radicalize people. You know he's exposing that, and uh, you know they want to call him a hater and all that stuff, and uh, that just seems crazy to me. You know because these people are, you know they they're not being taught how to meditate and uh, you know give alms or anything. You know they they're you know being taught how to take out the West and, uh, you know, and commit acts of warfare against their perceived enemies. So, but, you know, even if you think that that's all bullshit and uh, that it's all lies and he's just a hater, thing is, we can't arrest people for speaking or doing, you know, 
exercising their, their free will. It's crazy, you know. This guy did nothing wrong, you know. He used public information. He was outside recording on the street. He asked permission from the cops. Uh, and they consented, and then they fucking railroaded him into jail. And that's un that's unfortunate, you know. So, you know, England is definitely, from now on, called Airstrip 1. And, uh, yeah, I'm just my British brothers and sisters, you know. I feel for y'all. And, uh, yeah, don't let freedom of speech die. And freedom of expression. and Just freedom. Don't let freedom die in Europe and in England. Fuck Europe, but... You know, at least in England. Come on. I don't mean fuck Europe. You know, I love Europeans, whatever. I'm just saying that if you can't even... If at the very least, the only thing you could do is say freedom of speech in your own country, do that. You know? Because that's one of the most precious things we have. So now, I'm going to read to you the book of Revelations, chapter 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ. And of all things that he saw. Blessed is he that readeth. And they that hear the words of this prophecy. And keep those things which are written therein. For the time is at hand. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you and peace from him which is. And which was. And which is to come. And from the seven spirits which are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, Amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos, for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, 
and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. His eyes were as flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if burned in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last, and I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. Write the things which thou hast seen, and the things which are, and the things which shall be hereafter. The mystery of the seven stars which thou hast, thou sawest in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And the seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. And that was the first chapter of the book of Revelations. Uh, maybe I should talk a little bit about it. It's, uh, so the context of this uh, is that John, the person writing the book, was exiled uh, onto this island. And you know, it was an uninhabited island. He was the only one there. And he sees this revelation and was instructed by apparently Jesus Christ or something to issue these warnings to the church, to the seven churches in Asia, which is uh, where uh, it's Anatolia, where the, the Asian part of uh, Turkey nowadays, but in, in antiquity, it used to be Greek. And it was called Asia Minor. And uh, there was a lot of symbolism there. And uh, the symbolism is really mysterious. You know, it says in the very narrative, talks about the mystery of the seven stars and the seven golden candlesticks. But there's more, you know, there's more mysterious things. Like uh, one of the things that I've always found curious is, you know, what is he talking about a, a two-edged sword? That's coming out of his mouth. What does that even mean? Is it his tongue? Uh, I always, uh, I, you know, have this idea that maybe it's representing the tongue. And the two edges means, you know, he could speak words of blessings or he could speak words of condemnation, you know. But that's my interpretation. I don't think that's an official interpretation of any theology. You know, it's just my personal poetic take on the narrative because I like to analyze narratives and mythology um, 
even if I don't necessarily completely believe it all. So, there's that. Um, and, uh, you know, th there's a lot of symbolism. Uh, and it's not clear what it all means. But uh, at the time, uh, these, you know, John uh, was speaking to people who did understand completely what he was talking about. Uh, the Hebrew and the Hellenized Jews and uh, even the Greeks who were interacting with Christianity the time they played a lot of word games uh, especially the Hebrews and uh, apparently the book of Revelations is supposed to be a very uh, a very uh, Hebrew uh, book and uh, yeah more, more so than any other Christian book um, and yeah anyway so that was that So that's the end of uh, the first official episode of The Seven Thunders. And uh, if you liked it, I hope you'll subscribe and share it. Um, I hope you have a lovely afternoon. And, uh, you know, just be good out there. Uh, life is, uh, is peaks and valleys. Uh, so... If you're in a valley and you're hurting, just know that with a little bit of effort, you can rise up to the peaks. And if you're in a peak, don't forget that it could all be taken away from you, even not necessarily through your own actions. Today, Roseanne got her show uh, canceled because she made a racist remark. And, and hit it in a joke. Now, I like Roseanne Barr. She's cool. You know, I, I, I used to love that show. I, you know, and this, these new episodes uh, apparently are great. I haven't really seen them, but, you know, I, I'll tune in. For sure, I will. But it's unfortunate that, you know, uh, she was in this peak. And, and, and not even her. You know, she has money. But all the actors and... All the other people that were working in Roseanne, uh, you know, they were in their peak and, be, you know, and all of a sudden that got pulled from them because of a remark that one person made. So that's why you got to remember that, you know, uh, when you're in a peak, just remember that you can fall off it. So stay humble and uh, plan, just plan, always have a second plan. Uh, and if you're going to crash into a valley, just you know, embrace it and try to learn. And that will speed up your rise back to the peaks. Anyway, that was, uh, that was it for the episode. And uh, I hope you have a lovely day or night or whatever situation you got going on. Bye-bye now.